in the know for Thursday, October 22, the 296th day of 2020. There are 70 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook, watch on YouTube live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know coming up today. We will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. The big debate is tonight, final showdown between the president and former Vice President Joe Biden. Barry Obama on the campaign trail and another big COVID day. Uh, numbers coming out of Frankfurt, that and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the no, settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. She is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's speech. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Do you have a list of your biggest stressors, <laughs> the things that stress you out most? Do you have a top five list or do you have a, an um, order which you know they are? Not really. I, I know that I get stressed, but... I mean, things aggravate me more than they stress me out. Women say work tops the list of stressors, followed by finances, followed by family, followed by me, significant other. That would be the fourth biggest stressor. But uh, work first, then finances, then family. I guess that probably includes kids. And then I guess we're talking about uh, uh, significant others after that. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yes, you sure are. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. hey. How's Misty? Oh, well, how are you? Not too bad. Uh, I've been giving you the last couple of days the Halloween costumes that people are wearing. Mm -hmm. And I think it would be only fair to give you a list of Halloween costumes you should not wear. Okay. This is the right. this is the do not wear 
Halloween costume list. Are you ready? Is this the politically correct list? Yes. Okay. This is the right. this this but it's according to Good Housekeeping. Oh. So it's not as if I just scratched these out and made it up myself. Well, that's good. Uh, these are most uh, these are absolutely a void and are not funny. One Holocaust victim. Mm. Anything with blackface Mm-mm. that'll come back and get you, especially if you ever have ambitions of running for office mm-hmm. or anything in the future. Uh, that's we we've seen that to be the case. Body shaming costumes like wearing a fat suit. What about a skinny suit? If you wear a skinny suit, is that? Well, I got to pause there. What about the sumo wrestler blow up suits? Because yeah. those are a fan favorite of mine. Well, and here's I, okay. I, I think we're making... I think we're about ready to answer that question. Okay. Cultural stereotypes like a Mexican with a big mustache and poncho combo, or a Native American with a feather in the headband. Those are do nots. So, with that in mind, isn't that going to tell us that we also don't wear the sumo wrestler costume? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's the same. Because no, because uh, sumo wrestler is a choice. <laughs> it's something you do. It's a profession. So it'd probably be no different than me wearing a sailor's costume or captain of a ship, or <laughs> okay. right? And call you skipper. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> right? Isn't sumo wrestler a profession? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, at How's least so? at least as a sport. Yeah, I got yeah. it. But like, so we dressed up as the. Uh, oh gosh, I can't remember what is it with the disc and the sweeping and the ice and the. The curlers. Curlers. Yes, I always get thrown. So we dressed up as curlers one year at the dealership. So, I mean, a sumo wrestler, a curler. It's an Olympic <laughs> event, too, right? Okay. I mean, I, I, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just telling you what good housekeeping is likely to rule. You know, hello, Heloise is going to say. Is that, is that a thing? Did I get? I don't know if, that's, don't a, know. if that's a thing. Uh, summer-like day before rain returns. Later today, cloud, uh, cold front increases in rain chances tomorrow. The weekend will be wet at times. Cool Saturday, drier and warmer on Sunday. Mostly sunny, 85 today. Mostly clear, 64 tonight. Thunderstorms increase tomorrow and a high around 80. Do want to say good luck to the Grayson County Lady Cougar Volleyball team. Vying for a district championship tonight. They'll play Whitesville at Butler County at 6 p.m. So hopefully... They've been a heck of a team this year. I like to, you know, you know my, I don't know much about volleyball. They've been killing it. Yeah. You know, because there's yeah. a kill. Yeah, spike. Hey, what's sure. that spike, kill? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the only volleyball phrase I know how to use. Both my girls played. And when I say both played, I mean, one really watched <laughs> the other girls play and one was like MVP playing. So. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Well, then you... Put the two together, and you've got an average you've volleyball career. You've got <laughs> well, middle, middle it was required in gym for us to play. Yeah, we played a little bit. We but, but we had a team here. My girls were the leading. I would have rather walk the laps around the gym as opposed to playing. <gasps> I forgot that was an option that you it could opt for out us. of playing to yes. walk laps. That was a girl sport. You, yeah. hmm. So you could walk. I walked so many in laps in 1985 through 1989. <laughs> that was just considered a girl sport. Walking the track. Walking but, the track or the volleyball. Either. Walking the track or the top row of the gym, depending upon the weather. It's the way it went. Uh, Tonight, about uh, speaking of of high school days, tonight in the evening, primetime, we get to say, fight, 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 Speaking of sumo wrestling. Debate. (laughs) President Trump and and Biden, they Mm -hmm. should wear sumo wrestling suits and then see if they can... See, See which one can knock it. the other off of the stage. Uh, hopefully, this one will have a little more decorum than the previous one. They've amended the rules. Uh, the president apparently interrupted Biden and hurt his feelings 73 times. I added the hurt his feelings part. I don't know that for certain, but I'm going to go with hurt, hurt his feelings. 
Um, he looks a little pouty in the end. He did look a little pouty in the end. It'll be their last face-off before Election Day. It's called the second debate, but I don't know how we allow for the one that was supposed to be last Thursday that they each went their separate ways and did their own infomercials on television. So I don't yes. – it is the second time they'll be on the stage. Now, I think that the fly should be the moderator. The fly became famous in the vice presidential debate. I think the fly should get to moderate the presidential debate. Okay. But the fly needs a name. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So I'll, I immediately go to Marty McFly, right? Okay, yeah, so that, we're going to name the fly Marty. So Marty mm-hmm. should moderate. Marty the moderator. <laughs> All right. I kind of no, like that. Not uh, too me bad. as well. It will be interesting to see if we get I'm a different president, <laughs> a different president Trump tonight than we got in the first debate, knowing that he will be m- muted. But I guess he can. I mean, continue on. I can turn my microphone off and shout loud enough that you can hear some of me in your all's microphone. So I don't know that it's that's just other than a muzzle. Yeah. Or or doing you know how they wrestle like alligators? Of the lambs? You know how they take electrical tape around an alligator's snout to keep from getting bit? Unless yeah. you do that kind of thing. You know when they they put the, the, the killer on the like Yes. What's his name? Yeah. So, uh, Hannibal Lecter. Um, yes. My money is on he brings a bullhorn, Trump, <laughs> because that would be very trump alicious about him, right? Yeah. I will tell you that you can see right? the president. A Mr. Microphone. Here's what the president needs to do. Here's what the president <laughs> should have done, and here's what the president needs to do over the next couple of weeks, is he needs to keep his talking points down to two things, back to normal and Biden's liberal agenda. Yes. If he could somehow yes. muzzle himself yes. to those two talking points and just right. play the hits, mm-hmm. he would he would be faring better than he is faring. And because he goes off script and then his staff what? cringes and they go, oh, Not just the get, staff. get back America. on the page. Yeah, America does, too. <laughs> but I, I want to say that I've been thinking a lot about um, about the race. I don't watch I don't watch Fox News. Because I don't want to live in an echo chamber. Mm-hmm. I watch things that I would hope are closer to center, but even ones that I know are left-leaning because I want to say, okay, well, what what is being – I know what my positions are. I kind of want to hear what is happening outside of my little bubble. But I will tell you this, that if President Trump wins, mm-hmm. it will be one of the greatest miracles – in the history of the United States in this sense. Everyone not named Fox News is speaking as if it is a foregone conclusion that President Trump is behind in every state that he has to win. They're speaking, they smile when they talk about Biden leading, like on and on and on and on and on. And I'm prepared for either outcome, but I tell you, I will be shocked if and when the president is reelected, just because they should never do polling ever again. They should never do political polling ever again if President Trump ends up winning the White House for another four years. I thought we learned this with the Hillary. Well, I mean, I, she was ahead in the polls. They were just sure she day. was going to win. Yes. They were just like, well, it was. But and the, won the popular But the vote. polling is now like they've got, oh, uh, Biden leads 52 to 46, and then the margin of error is three, and it's beyond the margin of error in this. And I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you, it will also make a case for 
we have underestimated the silent majority. If President Trump is reelected, we will have grossly underestimated the silent majority that's operating in the country. Well, but I, I would look at it this way. Hillary won the popular vote. So, therefore, the poll on the popular vote polling is going to show her ahead. And it may be the same situation here. Joe Biden Maybe. may win the popular vote, but it's going to come down to the Electoral College. Mm-hmm. So if you're polling the people and the popular vote says Biden, the polls are going to show Biden. Some people will tell you it comes down to Ohio. Ohio is a state that the last 13 presidential elections, Ohio has gone to the winner. Mm-hmm. And so it's, mm-hmm. if you don't win Ohio, you don't win the presidency. At least for the last 13 times. So wow. you, you can decide. Yeah. Uh, the Democrats are going to boycott the Judge Barrett vote at the Senate Judiciary hearing next week, uh, okay. re- reportedly. Doesn't mean a whole lot. It, it's kind of grandstanding. I think it's poor form. Sure. Uh, if you want to vote no against her, vote no. Show up and vote Show up and vote no. Be right. on the record. Right. I don't know from a procedural standpoint, I don't know what this means to the hearing. But anyway, something uh, worth noting. I did. Uh, many of us have already seen the ballot because I, I can officially report that my ballot has been submitted to the powers that be and it's ready to be ready to be counted. Um, Mine as well. President. So president, Senate got House races. I was looking over the various House races today in Kentucky and I was seeing some candidates listed that I was hearing their names for the first time. It's a little bit troubling. If on October the 22nd, I'm just learning of your candidacy that where you're wanting to represent the state of Kentucky in Washington. Now, obviously, I know the second district and I know the the first district, but Andy Barr and Hal Rogers, I had no idea who was running against them until I looked it up. We have legislative races. We have Supreme Court race in Kentucky and constitutional amendments. For what it's worth, not that you care what I did, but I voted yes on both constitutional amendments. I I really wish they had broken the constitutional amendment for the judges, the judgeship, into two. Because I have a lot of people saying they're voting no because they agree with one portion, but they disagree with the other. And their disagreement with the other was was higher quotient than the agreement. Uh, COVID-19, 1,487 new cases in the last 24 hours. Ninety, Nearly 91,000 uh, will be the statewide total since the beginning of the pandemic. 21 new deaths. The governor is begging ple- people to, um, to avoid any gatherings beyond immediate family gatherings. That's what he's begging people to do. He also says that uh, there is so much spread at family gatherings, events at the house, as well as weddings and funerals. At the very least, we need people to be a lot more cognizant of the dangers of these gatherings, especially when people aren't wearing masks the whole time. That's from the governor. So, Well, do, and we talked you about, you know, the only thing that really changed his school. But the other thing that changed are sporting events. Sporting, sporting events. Sporting events have school. come back into, and I saw some footage of uh, some bands playing and marching through some college towns mm-hmm. and kind of drumming up the pep rally feel. And I'm like, nobody there had masks on, so we can't just lay at the feet of our schools. Jefferson County deciding tonight on what they're going to do about school because they were supposed to return. Uh, they were supposed to shift from NTI into at least hybrid. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to back off of that. Uh, but also part of their discussion tonight is allowing whether they're going to allow Jefferson County high schools to finish the football and volleyball seasons. The volleyball season's about over. The football season's got another, you know, three weeks or so. 
And I'm curious to know the ripple effect that that will cause. If they if they just shut down the football season three weeks before its conclusion, that doesn't bode well for basketball uh, and other you know winter sports that right. are on the horizon. So, and it's not that. Uh, by the way, Jefferson County decided not to go to school in person, and a lot of other counties said, "Well, we're going to school." Hardin, Barron, Warren. And, uh, you know, even counties like Grayson decided to wait a little longer to go. So Je- what Jefferson County does doesn't um, completely dictate what the rest of the state does, but it is an example to be used and considered. But from a KHSAA standpoint, if you take all of the Jefferson County sports programs out of the equation – According to the KHSAA, that will get their attention faster than it will get the KDE's attention that Jefferson County's not going to in-person school. Make sense? Yes, Mark. Pay attention to that. I I didn't want to be confusing sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes I get confusing. Uh, Education officials wrestle with the shrinking budgets that they're dealing with in uh, testimony in Frankfurt yesterday. The court, uh, court has ruled on an appeal of a Louisville area church. It goes back to... Uh, the Easter season when the governor was trying to shut down uh, Maryville Baptist Church. And remember, he sent state troopers out to take license plates of people and then da-da-da-da-da. Um, the court has ruled because the church was ruled in favor of in two previous rulings that they just said they're just letting that stand. There's no reason for them to worry about it. I did think that State Treasurer Ball made a bold move earlier this week. I saw one news story out of Lexington. I've not seen it verified by other news sources, so I hope that it's not some type of manipulated story, which is certainly possible. But State Treasurer Ball was investigating whether the governor, as the treasurer, used state dollars to violate the First Amendment. So when he sent the state troopers and health department officials to churches to rattle cages about and violating First Amendment. I thought, ooh. One, I don't find Treasurer Ball to be all that... Saucy and feisty. She, but she's like, ooh, stepping into the ring there. Look at her. She put on some boots this throwing, week. <laughs> throwing, a, throwing a haymaker at uh, Andy. You know what she said? She brought her she brought her phone up chair to the Capitol. She walked across the Capitol building and she pointed her finger at the governor and said, You can't be doing that. You know what I just saw was the uh, little lady who makes the costumes on the Incredibles. What's her name? Um You know the dark hair with the bob and the glasses? Like that's her pointing at the governor saying I like to call Don't her. Don't wear a cape. I like to call her Hetty. Hetty, because that's yeah. what she looks like yeah, on NCIS yeah, 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 Los yeah. Angeles. Uh, I am. I have not seen the entire interview, but uh, Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly was involved in the Breonna Taylor shooting. Mm-hmm. Spoke to ABC and the Courier Journal. It was interesting to hear the little bit of perspective that sure. I've heard from him so far. Uh, he says he's probably leaving the Louisville Police Department. He's got enough years in that he can move on. But he did also say that the city and police leaders should have acted more swiftly to dispel false narratives about the incident, including that police were at the wrong house and that Taylor was sleeping in her bed when she was shot. So there were a couple of things that he pointed out that people have gotten a uh, they've gotten the wrong impression about. But once those things get told. Mm-hmm. It's hard to roll them back. You know, right. they start spreading like wildfire. Right. Um, you pointed. Would you like to say it? Um, the name is Edna. 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 Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Canteen <laughs> Cookie. Right I know, right? <laughs> One of Grayson County's most wanted turns himself into a deputy. 
Uh, 37-year-old Justin Nance was wanted for trafficking in a controlled substance and being a persistent felon. On Tuesday, after having several of his friends inform him he was on the list, he traveled to the Grayson County uh, Judicial Center and turned himself into a deputy. Yeah, so I just want to say a really oxymoronic thank you for being a good criminal. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like that. Right. Uh, like, thanks. Thanks for not. I think costing us more money to go right. out and search for you. Yeah. Like, we appreciate that. Hey, one less potential high speed chase. <laughs> and I'd like to know if Deputy Franklin, who had him turn himself into, if you've ever had that happen before. Like, what do you say <laughs> when somebody walks up and says, "Hi, I'm on the most wanted list. I'd like to be arrested, yeah. please." You put that like, on your resume, like you know how first responders put on their resume the number of babies they've delivered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you put that. I had I had a most wanted person. Uh, yeah, I mean, do you like immediately pull out your cuffs? <laughs> I mean, they're always like, do you willingly walk in? Cuffs? Am I being punked? Right? Like, is I mean, somebody is somebody tricking me? How's that work? And is that like the, the catfish version of cops and robbers? <laughs> University of Kentucky got good news yesterday. Uh, the University of Kentucky men's basketball team just went from great to national title contender. Olivier Saar, the transfer, has been cleared to play immediately at UK. They were waiting on that news. Also, uh, Toppin, a uh, transfer from, from Rhode Island, ready to go as well. So, Cats just got a lot better all of a sudden. So, that's good news. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Know. International Caps Lock Day today. Oh, stop it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop it. It's International Caps Lock Day. Stop it. Yes. Stop <laughs> it. I have to deliver that. You have to announce it loudly. I hate that. Oh, it drops me nuts. Uh, but in this, it also drives me nuts with just lowercase. Not as Get much, it together. Though. Not as much. Learn to use proper form, period. Yes, that would be great. It's nut day. Sorry, Misty. Yeah, I can have a peanut. You can't sell it. You can? Okay, peanuts count then. Lug nut. Uh, no, we're both nuts. A legume. A legume. And it is Smart is Cool Day today. Aww. So We've can, all learned that one the hard way. Can consider <laughs> consider the news from, from former Mr. Studious here. <laughs> That's what Jason said you were called in school. Yes. I, 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 yes that's a that's fact. That's what he walks around calling you. That's a fact. <laughs> I was in eighth grade. I was in the in the superlatives in when I was in eighth grade in Grayson County Middle School. I was mm. most studious. Seriously? I'm not lying. I am telling the truth. Who'd you pay off? If I swore on things, I would swear. Who can I call? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Lindsay Schaffer. Prepubescent years, um, though. That is true. You can mostly. We're all good in those years. No, so <laughs> I, listen. To be clear, I was equally shocked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's nobody else out there. No, running I, for I was just as surprised as anyone else. <laughs> but what I did discover, I think, and I don't mean like popular, like cool kids, I just think I was. The most studious of the popular kids. Who voted. Who voted. 
I get you. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not telling you they got it right. The teachers I'm just didn't telling vote on you this. The kids did. Clearly. And the clearly scholastics and performance of of educational achievement were not part of the measurement right. to decide mm-hmm. who got the superlatives. Yep. I think I was just the most widely known of the leftovers that didn't win something else that you mm. might want to win. I didn't I didn't get a superlative, but I wasn't very popular in school. I did. Yeah, I was What was yours? Oh, can't tell. Worst <laughs> Oh, I can. <laughs> worst driver, worst worst driving, worst driver. Which is about right so at that point. you got that going for you. Well, yeah, but, to, I mean, I was like she got something. I was reasonably intelligent. <laughs> I mean. Oh, I got to tell you. What? Most studious. Huh? I said fake news. Fake news. <laughs> there was another Mark in there that got messed over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was supposed to be studious. Can you imagine what the real smart kids, though, did? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They're in science club going, who's Mark Buckles? <laughs> yeah, they went. Uh, he hasn't shown up at any of the beta club meetings. He's not at the debate forums. He's nothing. <laughs> FBLA, what? I've never seen him in the science lab. Imposter. <laughs> rigged. 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 <laughs> but yeah. they conceded the election, apparently, because mm-hmm. it ended up being, <laughs> being official. <laughs> but by the way... I did think in the title, Smart is Cool Day. So you can be a little bit cool and a little bit smart, and you can apply today. Uh, The Weekend tweets, uh, Spencer Ackerman says, who is a parent, says, My five-year-old is rebelling. The most studious would have pulled this trick. My five-year-old is rebelling against Zoom school by mouthing words instead of speaking so as to make her teacher think there's something wrong with the unmuting function. (laughs) Okay, I would not well, want this to be my kid, well but smart. I want to meet this right? kid because this kid is. I don't super want it to be smart. mine. Right, yeah. enterprising. But, yes. right, right, Inter- yes. an enterprising Already young person. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's see, uh, Rodney, who is a dad, says, "What I say is, be ready. We are leaving in five minutes. What the child hears is, get undressed, start finger painting, and lose at least one shoe." Mm-hmm. Yep. Throw it out the window, yeah, that please. Does, that does happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon Holland says, I want my 13-year-old to understand how important honesty is, but also to know that she's 12 when kids eat free. <laughs> oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. You can't really do that. You got the ethical law. I mean, I understand why you would want to. There's no gray area in there. You can't do that. It is. Uh, <laughs> By the way, we faced a similar uh, issue when young Miss Alea aged out into the category where you have to pay to get into Disney World. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, well, and she still looks three. But no, you. <laughs> and she was or, barely no, was over. Two. It was two. Yeah, yeah it's zero was, to yeah, two. Yeah, but she was barely over. But right. we bought the but, ticket. Right. You know, it's like, because that's. We did the right that's thing. That's right. So, but it does make me laugh that this guy's. When mm-hmm. uh, when a kid's buffet is involved, just say you're 12. Yeah. Okay? Just, Save dad the six ninety nine. It's like hiding in the trunk to get into Alan's light. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the statute of limitations is still not up on that, so you better be careful. Uh, I have no that. idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I just heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you heard of someone who did that one time. Yep. Uh, consumers. Consumer spending for the holiday season is on people's minds. 
And a survey says that consumers are planning to shop small and local this holiday season. Mm-hmm. 74% or three out of four consumers said they will make an effort to shop from local small businesses this holiday season. Uh, one, it's a good idea. But two, we know that supply lines are a challenge. You you may be hoping for something via courier or you may order it online or you may you know think, oh, but inventories are going to continue to be an issue so if you can it's a you it's two birds with one stone you know you can do you can drive the local economy and you can also see what is available and say i can i can take it home today uh, additional stu- uh, additional findings of this study presidential spending 19% say that if their preferred candidate wins they will spend more money this holiday season okay i understand you you feeling better is, oh, my my person won, so I feel better, so I want to spend more. But I don't think that's a sound fiscal decision because I will just tell you, the world is treading water waiting to see what happens on November 3rd. Well, what's interesting? And you'll see some definite directions headed based upon the decision that America makes. Yeah. So I would I would hold on to my coins – if Trump loses the election, I think I would pinch the pennies a little harder. But on the other side, the Biden fans are saying, I'm going to pinch pennies if Trump wins. So both both si- half, half, both sides, somebody thinks the world's ending. <laughs> but it's the greatest economy the world's ever known. We built the best economy. Not even the Egyptians had a better economy. <laughs> if you want to know the truth of it. <laughs> nobody, nobody questions it. Completely unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Bigly. Bigly money. E-commerce, 67% plan to do more of their shopping online after the pandemic. When will that be? Yeah, can I get a? <laughs> can I get some type of definitive on the calendar out there? Is there Go. pandemic ended sale yeah. that I don't know about? Because mm-hmm. I like to put sales on my calendar. Oh, furniture. Can you imagine furniture? Can you imagine the amazing sales on furniture <laughs> when the pandemic the pandemic over sale? Yeah. What uh, you want to do is just start swapping furniture at this point. Furniture, yard, furniture and mattress it. places, they do not miss an opportunity to price it up to market down, do they? No. No. And then their their you know Lincoln's birthday sale goes on until the 4th of July. Until George Washington's birthday. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> and then it's Washington's birthday sale. Then it's Columbus Day. Or Come on in for Memorial Day. day. Memorial Day. day. Memorial Day. <laughs> oh, it's Labor Day now. Five tips to get through a COVID winter. You know, we've not been through a COVID winter. No, we started off kind of cool, but... But we were on the backside. It's never you know, been we were, out there during we, a pandemic. We were two weeks from spring when this thing really went mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Uh, one, schedule flu shots for the whole family. Two, line up alternative child care options. Pretty good idea if you can. That's really any winner. If you can negotiate it. Keep an ample supply of necessities on hand. Wipes, diapers, formula, over-the-counter meds, thermometers. Don't don't start hoarding that stuff, please. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, adjust your family's anxiety levels. Just kind of like. Is there a dial for that? Mm-hmm. There's a switch oh, on everyone's totally. back. Yeah, I totally missed that. You've never found it? Yeah, it's there. And uh, don't give up on safety protocols. Just because you have fantemic, fan, pandemic fatigue or pandemic fatigue, whichever mm-hmm. you like to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will tell you also that with the president, I understand the president talking about people have pandemic fatigue, and, and we do. But some people hear that as a uh, pass Mm -hmm. to stop doing the things that we need to be doing to keep us safe. 
So just because the president acknowledges that you have it, you can't go, oh, well, now that the president knows that I'm tired of it, I don't have to keep going on. No, you, you do have to keep going on. And well, going back to the anxiety one, I think it's important to keep up with traditions like that you do in your home. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying big family gatherings or anything like that, mm-hmm. but if you were, you know, the mom that bakes Christmas ornaments, like keeping some of those things continuing helps to lower anxiety in younger people, I think. I think you're right. And I also think that I'm going to make the biggest Thanksgiving dinner I've ever made. But yay, are we going to have to buy a new fridge? Or the mashed potato bowl is already pretty big. Maybe. We've started cleaning out some of the stuff we don't need in our refrigerator okay. to make right. to make room. But, I, I mean, there are going to be less family gatherings or extended family gatherings. They're going to be keeping it closer to home. Mm-hmm. And so it's up to, well, it's not up to me entirely, but I've taken the nod on doing the turkeys and doing the dressing and things. So it's like I'm going to go all out. I went all out at Easter. It's more than a nod, honey. It's a, it's a more of a jump up and down kind of. I've been elected. Woo-hoo! I've been elected as the Thanksgiving Thanksgiver in chief. You did okay. a really good uh, job. Are your pants tighter than they were before the pandemic? No, mine actually are not. Physicians say they are seeing more people reporting unexpected weight gain during the pandemic. Stress eating, snacking out of boredom, challenges finding healthy food, and more time spent sitting are contributing to weight management challenges. Well, right in time for the holiday season when everybody packs on pounds. Going to be sitting around. What? What, you normally make three desserts? Well, let's make six this year. Oh, that'll be fine. Double that recipe. That's that's right. Uh, Fourth grade boys find and return a woman's purse three years after it was stolen. How nice. They said do the right thing. You can find out about that story online. And then uh, I got to get your your lady's uh, input on this. A Colorado hiker, her name is Erin. She's 22 years of age. She stunned onlookers while climbing mountains in high heels. Stop it. So she had already climbed 57 of Colorado's what they call 14ers. Yeah. And those are mountains over 14,000 feet in Colorado. She climbed 57 of them. She started again. She said, I'm going to start climbing them now, and I'm going to climb them wearing heels. Okay. Well, from clumsy one and two. (laughs) I know. Well, I give her props. Yeah. I mean, that's not easy. Coming up the sidewalk. Yeah. Both of us would be. I mean, we spill the beans every morning. Y'all, the y'all, y'all busted it already. Face plant. And you haven't even, you haven't even gotten to the trailhead. I got to wear my house out. shoes into the building. <laughs> we got to get to it. Good job, Aaron. Keep up the mountain climbing. Got to get to a break. Be back with more, plenty more on the way. You're on in the know. Did you know? Research shows that if you touch an item in a store, you're more likely to buy it. Oh, yeah. If you come into contact with it, you, you walk by something and go, hmm. It, says, it didn't say you will. It says you're more likely. But if you walk by something and just kind of look at it, if it's not enough that you want to bond with it, then it's less likely you're going to buy it. I thought the professional bargain hunters woman of the year would want to use that at your next meeting. And you have to give a little talk to all the people in your, in your chapter. Yeah, don't touch it yeah. if you want to save yeah, money. We have a group. We have a therapy session. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac's Dreams is now the oldest non-holiday title to reach the top ten on the streaming songs chart. Hmm. 
became the oldest non-holiday title to reach to the top ten on Billboard streaming songs chart, vaulting um, 18 to 6 on the ranking dated October the 24th. And it's, you know, thanks to that TikTok guy uh, and Ocean Spray. And Ocean Spray saw an opportunity, and they said, hey, we're going to get this guy and then get Mick Fleetwood in the commercial. They gave that guy a truck, and people have decided to... Uh, other songs, Billie Jean had gotten in there. Uh, there's some some of the Prince songs had come along, but Fleetwood Mac is now the oldest hmm. non-holiday song. Great song. Yeah, you just whole, don't, that, that whole, whole video, album. you don't expect him to be singing this song. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe just, Trick Daddy or Three Six Mafia, something, something. a little heavier, skateboardish. Uh, but, Quibi but is shutting not. down for good. Now, who could have seen that coming? Because anytime I've mentioned Quibi, the two of you all go, "What? What? What's Quibi?" Well, we're both looking at who oh, Quibi. <laughs> yeah, Quibi. I I think they just missed the mark. The space was too crowded for mm-hmm. streaming providers. Mm-hmm. They tried to come up with a niche format for this, and it just. Um, didn't work out. Well, they didn't do it. They didn't do it well. Uh, Ellen debuted her new hair look on her talk show. She's now done the high and tight. Yeah. Huh. Um, I, a lot of women her age. Yeah, they're doing that. Pull that off. Yeah. Next thing you know, she'll be platinum. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I love it. Yeah, I, I don't love it. Looks as it to me. It looks as good as her other hair. Oh no. No. She I'm does look like school, she could so. star in a Rocky movie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's not the most flattering photo of her. No, her facial expression is yeah. awful in the photo that we're using. Uh, but we didn't choose it, by the way. Right. Uh, Willow is set for a Disney Plus reboot series with the uh, uh, star Warwick Davis. I am out on Willow because I was too old. I did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Someone had to tell me yesterday what Willow was. I liked Willow. I said, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. And when I calculated when it came out, my, I think I was, uh, I think I was a junior in high school yeah. when it came out, and so to to my friend, uh, he he said to me, "You you don't know Willow." I said, "When I was a junior in high school, I was worried about a girl named Willow in my English class." That's, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. I missed a lot of TV through junior and senior year as well. <laughs> Power Rangers <laughs> is getting a film and TV reboot. Uh, I'm okay with that. I didn't realize it had gone away because it was so popular last year. Here's one that's troubling, though. Smokey and the Bandit, Burt Reynolds' 1977 movie is being remade for television, and I'm out on that. I don't think you touched that one. I am. I am out. Uh-uh. No. So when I say there are things you can't mess with, that's right. Yeah. This, this is, is one of right? them. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, Th- this is we, one. We, yeah, we play loose and fast with that rule. You're you're a little, little tighter um, on that, but we do, oh, not yeah. on this one. Mm. Breakfast not Club, on don't mess with it. Mm-hmm. No. Don't don't mess with this. Don't mess with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No, you don't mess with something. don't mess with Forrest Gump. No. The jury is still out on Top Gun. Top Gun Maverick is not actually going to be a remake of Top Gun. It's more of an episodic sequel. So I've got some room in there for that. But to remake Smokey and the Bandit, it cannot be done better than it was done before. So why try? I think you should just bring along the grandkids and let them race. If you want to do an extension of it, if That's you want to saying. pick up, uh, yeah, if you want to like pick up where Smokey and the Bandit four ends, uh, well, I think there were only three. But if you want to pick up, the, they went they went back to the well one too many times. They on did, that. they but did. But if you, I mean, if you want to do that, fine. But don't try and remake it. It's just not, it's just not going to work. Yeah. And then the world was saddened. You know, we lost a lot of artists. We talked about the Spencer Davis group uh, yesterday. Spencer Davis from the Spencer Davis group. We lost him, and we've lost 
a lot of other famous, uh, you know, John Prine, Kenny Rogers, Charlie Daniels this year. Not quite to the level of those, but one of the iconic guitar riffs of the 80s from the outfield, Tony Lewis, the singer and bassist of the outfield, went on in earlier this week. Way too young. I think uh, in his 50s. So, But I'd never heard the extended guitar riff. The single played on the radio was just the yeah. downbeat. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but this is looped over and over on the album version. Nice. I actually heard this. this Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. That I can remember? Yeah, as far as... Be- I mean, I would have to ask my mom. To the best of your knowledge. Yeah. Uh, strawberry shortcake with one of those weird, like the plastic, yep. where you could barely mm-hmm. breathe and yep. your eyes, like... Yep. And you know the tablecloth I mean? dress, the, yeah. the vinyl tablecloth like, dress. And like that rubber band mm-hmm. thingy that would snap the back of your head. The That's, first picture of me in a Halloween costume is one of those masks, but it's just blonde hair. <laughs> and then it's just, I don't know if I was a cartoon character. Like, I don't i don't know. I didn't recognize it. But. Yeah. 1971 was before they kept records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't yeah. You know how they do the weather? <laughs> yeah. This is the hottest day on record. We only we keep records yeah. back into the 1860s mm-hmm. on what the hottest day or the coldest day was. That's kind of like Halloween for me. Those of us born, you know, in in the set uh, the early 70s, they didn't keep records. Yeah. Um, also, fashion hadn't evolved. If I was going to have a Halloween costume in say 1970, I mean, I've only been a couple months old, 1971. But even by 1972, my mother would have had to stitch it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Halloween costumery had not really evolved at the commercial level mm-hmm. by until you know maybe closer to the mid to late seventies. But now I'm thinking, you know, when Taylor was a baby, you oh, know, uh, yeah. the year she she was born in March, so by you know she's seven months old, you know she was a pumpkin, and that we just do it differently now. Oh, so. Maddie was a jester, and it was the cutest <clears throat> thing, like a little hat. I the first it. Halloween costume, commercial Halloween costume that I remember was a Frankenstein costume because I remember, you know, because th- they always split. Yes. You know, they would make them first. and you'd put the, you put the, and then yes. the knee would split out mm-hmm. or the plastic thing would. But I asked Great. mom this morning, I said, mom, do you know what my first Halloween costume would have been? And she said, mm, again, not, they didn't keep historical records back then. Um, it was before the number two pencil was invented. And we didn't have a cave to draw on at that time. Yeah. The- <laughs> no chiseling in the tree? No. Nothing. I no, so have a guess. No chiseling. She said a mask of some kind, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, safe to assume I did not celebrate Halloween in 1971. She said, that's a safe assumption. Yeah. I was going to go with the pillowcase ghost. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. Was, yeah, like that. that was probably my third Halloween. Or, oh, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, but. Anna was uh, panda pod. So her yep. face My was the top yep. P. We had one of those, too. I yeah. think that's what Mallory was for first Halloween. Uh, second presidential debate on most of the networks tonight, but also Big Brother is on CBC, uh, CBS. I don't know if that's before or after the presidential debate, but it is on tonight for those of you so inclined to watch. It's got to be almost over, doesn't it? It's very close. Okay. Next week will be the House eviction, like the final and the jury. Yeah. By the way, I'd, I'd like for you to make Amazing Race more of a priority in your life because that's one that we watch together, and it airs on Wednesday. I don't really – I'm not crazy about waiting a half week to watch it. So <laughs> He's I, not I'd, talking to me, so I'd sir. like to 
I'm just, I'm just saying. Do you know how much I have to avoid my news feed because I've not been able to keep up with Big Brother? Yeah, that's really sad. I'm not worried <laughs> about that. Uh, I am worried because Amazing that. Race is a topic of conversation among my siblings and my mom and dad, and I feel left out because I can't participate because mm-hmm. I can't watch The Amazing Race until maybe Saturday or Sunday. Maybe we should wait for the dinner table for this one. Me, me. I agree. Let's table this one. (laughs) Today's highlight in history. This day, 1979, the U.S. government allowed the deposed Shah of Iran to travel to New York for medical treatment. In 1836, Sam Houston was inaugurated as the first constitutionally elected president of the Republic of Texas. 1981, the Professional Air Traffic Controllers Organization was decertified by the federal government for its strike the previous August. President Reagan signed into law t- a sweeping tax overhaul legislation this date in 1986. Birthdays today. Actor Christopher Lloyd is 82. Hmm. Doc Brown mm-hmm. on uh, Back to the Future, but also yeah. Reverend Jim on Taxi. Oh, if you're old right. enough to remember yeah. the sitcom Taxi, he played uh, he played Reverend Jim. Jeff Goldblum is 68 today. Bob Odenkirk is 58. Toby Mack is 56 Shaggy, the rapper, not the cartoon star, is 52 today. Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Well, at our age, it could go either way. I know. Yeah. I just said it should have said it wasn't me. Yeah. It's 52 today. I, or I could have said, like zoinks. It's not my birthday. Jesse Tyler Ferguson is 45 today. Robinson Cano is 38. And Jonathan Lipnicki is 30 today. The human head weighs eight pounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. kid. Beeth and dog yeah. smell fear. Is he the guy that saw dead people's too? Like the kid that no, I different see dead one. people? No, it's different. Okay. That's Haley Joel Osmond. Uh, Curly Howard, born this date in 1903. Annette Funicello, born this date in 1942. You have the weirdest information that just falls out of your mouth. I'm Annette. How old is Curly's brother Mo? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Mo! Chart toppers, this date in 1959. Bobby Darren, number one, with Mac the Knife. He had a first cousin named Mac the Truck. Mac's a type of truck, isn't it? It is. Mac and Peter built. Yes. Oh, for those of you scoring at home, David Letterman's interview series on Netflix is available for download today. My next guest needs no introduction. Uh, Kim Kardashian is one of the subjects uh, of the this season. So, O.C. Smith was number one. This date in 1968. And there's no such thing. I've seen it rain in Indianapolis in the summertime, so that song is fake news. He lies. Fake news, OC. Let's go to 1977. The Kindles. I know it was a it was a song that always managed to get turned off the radio by my mother when it came on. We're not going to be celebrating that heaven's just a sin away. <laughs> well, that's interesting that I know it. Everyone knows it. Everyone but Mark knows it. Oh, no, I know it. <laughs> it's just one of those. It's kind of like, yeah. That's uh, the old Price is Right principle. Price is Right goes off. Time to get outside. You're not watching soap operas. 
My husband was made to watch soap operas with his granny because she didn't want to watch him outside. <laughs> the Kindles come on the radio. Time to go listen to something else. I think Sesame Street's got to be on somewhere. Tina Turner, number one this date in 1986. Typical male. That one Kindle was pretty cute for the 1970s, by the way. I didn't see a photo I of think the Kindles that, I think to be that able to measure. I, I think that made it worse. Oh. Like, you can't hear this girl singing about heaven. It's been away. Oh, the blonde. Yeah. 1995. Janet Jackson's number one with Runaway. Sorry, girls. You're going to miss Sarah Evans' suds in the bucket today. She was number one in 2004. If the sud's in the bucket. Oh, that doesn't mean I should sing it either, does it? Uh, 2013, Katy Perry number one with Roar. There are your chart toppers for today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. You've got to get up every morning with determination. If you're going to go to bed with satisfaction. you got to get up every morning with determination if you're going to go to bed with satisfaction. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for B, Jimmy MB, and now.